Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. Our mission is to bring bite-sized nuggets of information to be digested as you please. Take a quick bite or stay for the whole party. Pleasure being the main component of our mission. We will also bring other humans into our space to share their magical brew with us all. Love, service, and wisdom is what we are bringing to the table. Join us in our magical kitchen, where what is being served is for your highest good. Join Angel Rohr and her special guest, psychic medium, Donna Hart, as they share their experiences diving through our multidimensional world. Combining over 30 years of experiences in leadership and transformation, allow these two the honor of stepping into sacred space through ruthless love for the collective through mirroring. Fire and ice, what does that mean? Put on your seatbelt and enjoy the energetic ride. Got it. Yay. Hi, my friend. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm racing. I'm raring to go. Yep. I don't really even know the physical sensations already. So this was this was happening before in TO, these new things where I literally feel like I can feel the fucking pressure in my chest, like I'm opening, but and it's physical now. It's not just here. I'm actually feeling it inside my body. So welcome to my world. Yeah. It makes it hard to breathe and talk at the same time. And in the beginning, I was before I was always, (laughs) thank you, the leg. So the leg that happens information, body sensation, and then words. It's got to come through the body first. Oh, it's got to come through the body first. Yeah. So, so we're going to get into it today. Apparently this is not what we plan. Okay. No, but the thing we're flowing. Well, and this is it because the thing is that we first need to put out an alert that this is a trigger alert because we never know what we're going to talk about. It could cover anything from childhood abuse, physically, emotional, spiritual, we never know what the topics are going to be, but we know we have some things that we need to say to one another after the journey that we've been through. Yes. And share in hopes of helping others realize their stuff too and us all raising elevation. Owning your shit. Owning your shit. Oh, you can sit in your shit. you got to own it. Yeah. Your pile is yours because fuck sitting in other people's shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so do your thing, but we can go. Go, go. (laughs) Because I really, I want people to get that you and I have known each other now for eight years, fell quickly in love in a friendship space with one another, like soul sisters from other misters and had a falling out, what, about two and a half years in. And then the rankest of fallouts, 2019. 18. No, yeah, 19. You're right. 19. Yes. No. 18. At the end of 2018 over Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Christmas. And then we've just come back in working order. Yeah. And I honestly never would have thought it possible because I had so much hate fuel and spitfire and angst and like, how dare you? Blah, 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 blah. And there was stuff that I needed to own and learn too. So we both deal with CPTSD. Mm-hmm. Both of us deal with life as being a psychics and mediums. And we have integration adjustment disorder to planet Earth. Oh, that's good. 
I like that. Yeah. Right. So if people see this video, some of them will be like, you guys haven't been together in like whatever the space has been and how this happened. And it happened through tremendous humility, extreme honesty, and a willingness to learn and understand. Ruthless love. Ruthless love. I love it. Ruthless love. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. It's pretty ruthless. And we survived. We're here. <laughs> I love you. I love you more. <laughs> so we're going to try and make this space as safe for everybody as possible by talking about the trigger alerts. We are making it safe for one another. And I really hope that through my actions, I bring you some more stuff because I have some things on the heels of a couple of days ago. And I really hope that people can see that things that once felt hopeless and impossible are very, very possible. Because you're my soul sister. It goes way beyond this. Yeah. This time that we are here on earth, right? Yeah. You know, when... Right? When you can understand that we lead multidimensional lives yeah. and can come down and, and, and meet where some of the wounds are and clear them. Not only does it clear our souls, it clears the collective. Yeah. And we stepped in it good and hard. <laughs> well, you know, go big or go home, right? Honestly, that's what high performance is all about. We're not fucking around. No, no. And so... I think it's story time for the children to take them back to 2018. <laughs> I love stories. Yeah. So once upon a time, a chronically ill human being found themselves in the hospital in pain, suffering, literally, and this is so suicide trigger alert warning, back to Christmas of 2018, uh, found myself sending myself to the hospital or wanting myself for risk of suicidal harm. And so here I am in the middle of extreme pain off of one surgery, waiting and begging for another surgery that was actually going to save my life, trying some things to mitigate the space. And I have a friend who's in crisis and all I want to do is lean on them and be needy and just like totally be codependent, scared. And on the other side of that story is someone else who's going through emotional pain triggered CPTSD and having enough of everybody's bullshit around them, including themselves. Right. That's all about right. Nailing it. Yeah. And so out of the hospital, she's in pain. She's not going to hurt herself. That's what the hospital did to me. She's not in pain. She's, she's just in pain. She's not going to hurt herself. And I was like, Whoa. talk to my doctor the next day to discover that one of the medications they had tried me on to manage my pain actually caused me being form one. And so learning that a medication had done this to me was had no idea. We now have an understanding as friends that there's a super, super sensitive being here that if they're not acting right, something's really wrong and don't check have you checked your meds. <laughs> but that's my responsibility. But I'm just saying like as friends, we give each other kicks in the asses Absolutely. Right? That's part of being friendship. But in, in the process, my mayhem walked into other mayhem and enter a path of mass destruction and some really hard things being said and some really big hurt, how dare you feelings. Yeah. Just sit in that for a minute. 
Pardon? Just sit in it for a minute. Yeah, like there's not a lot to sit in because I'm on the other side of the lessons and all of it. Yeah. I don't have a lot of feeling about it because I'm I believe that when the feelings hit, we really need to process them as quickly as possible so we're not storing them. Mm-hmm. Always residual and big events go down right up until receiving a phone call and biting back. <laughs> There's the ownership slot. And having some boundaries and some understanding, some learnings and learning to recommit in friendship. Yeah. Sound right from my angle? Like I want to know yours. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Coming home from that space to what was happening with you, I couldn't hold myself. I couldn't even hold myself. I had been broken so deeply there. I had to, I had to choose. Yeah. I had, I had to choose my life over yours. And so tell me what's behind that, that you're feeling right now. I see the tears starting. This is just new. It's new. I hadn't, this is a new awareness coming in. Mm-hmm. About needing to protect your own life, putting your own oxygen yeah. mask first. On first, because, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going right back to the front line. What are we taught? And I was taught it at a really young age, really young age. And so Jose says that love is a double-edged sword because I love you so much and I'm going to save myself first. Yeah. And because it was embodied a little bit deeper on that trip, and I was so clear, I had no filters. I had, and Willow bit you really fucking hard. Yeah. Hard. Well, I I killed you. I spiritually killed you. Yeah. And I'm grateful. As much as I died that day, it allowed me some really big space to see some things about myself that I didn't realize in the coming up and cleansing and I'm really grateful just so you know well I I can receive that now I couldn't then the the process for me has been to not beat myself up because I knew you needed it I knew you know that whole here's your here's your obstacle you got to raise your energy to either match or yeah yeah when it's life-threatening situations you know you do what you got to do yeah. There is yeah. also because you were killing me, right? Like Yeah. And and I'm just clicking right now. This is not the first time this has happened with the master. We sharpen our swords against each other. That's what makes us stronger. Think about martial arts. Yeah. You train to defend, but you have a team to do that with. That that's, love and respect each other, right? Yeah. Can we hold that for just a minute? Because that's really deep. Oh. Masters in the sword. I was about to dive, so thank you for the leash. <laughs> yeah, no, and I hope that you'll be able to get the funnel back because I know that we operate in funnels that you're going to have to remember because it's already gone. I can't. Okay, but I suspect once we talk about this, the mastery of this, you know, like masters train with masters for the sharpening of their swords. Okay, right. That's what you said. Yeah. So that's really important because we're all learning to master on this planet. So just. When you're leveling up, it doesn't mean we're going to do things the same way we're going to do them as before, but it's really important that people recognize that you can love someone fiercely, recognize and mirrors in one another, come back to a spot where when proper work is done, you can you can bring anybody back into your life if you really Absolutely. choose to. Absolutely. Double-edged sword, masters, honing their skills, 
This is the first time you've sat with some of this stuff, right? And so in the world of putting your own oxygen mask on, we were talking about biting me super hard, needing it. You knew that I needed it. That was the last thing you left off with. You knew that I needed that thing to rise up. So you weren't going to feel that's what, because because that's also what teachers do. And, you know, we had made it very clear from the very beginning that we were teaching each other. There wasn't a, you know, you're better than me. You're this and that. You had things I needed and I had things you needed. And there, there was agreements made, you know, yeah. that that's conscious partnership. Yeah. You know, it, it not every person is going to give you exactly what you need. That's why we have to have other people in our lives. You know, you and I made a conscious choice to do this work together, period. And, and that's all we've ever focused on. Like, even in our personal lives, you know, I don't call you on the weekends because that's your time with your husband, right? Yeah. So there's not just our, our partnership goes beyond just, you know, a fluff talk here and there, you know, that there's, there's a commit, this is level three. So, you know, the Toltecs talk about first, second, and third attention, and we have a level three relationship. You know, it's that unconditional love space. You figure out the boundaries. You figure out how the puzzle pieces fit so that you're both a complete full yes. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say that I really recognized that a sick part of me fell in love with this sick part of me. Like, I have much love. People are like, what kind of, like, and so, but what that created for me was the opportunity to see the bullying people. And I wasn't about to be bullied anymore in life. And that was final. And that was when I talked about the bite back when we reconnected there that was me setting my boundary and going, this is it. This will no, 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 no. And I bet, and I can apologize for the strong depth of the bite. I just, it's, it's a beautiful space when we can recognize these things in one another, how a friendship can be tweaked or a relationship can be tweaked because we're recognizing the mirrors we're being, you know, and then commit to a different form of friendship after these types of things occur. Like it's, it's, yeah, level it's, up. it's literally, it's literally hitting the reset button and you know i actually made a joke about it in 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 teal this last trip i i said to two of the assistants i said you know this trip for me was nationals you know i i set my goal i set my focus i was given a vision that i needed to be somewhere with somebody and three years later i accomplished that it's done and i can literally now go what's it going to look like moving forward clean slate start over because i am not even the same person I was before I left. No, you're not. You know, and I don't even know who I am, but this is why we're doing these videos to document because <laughs> this last time I got blown up and started back as a baby again, the group of people I was with, I kept saying, we should be recording this. We should be recording this. We should be recording this. And you know what? It never got done. Yeah. And I can totally own that. You know, I didn't do it either myself. But you know, when we're first learning these things, when we're first stepping into a new dimension, a new timeline, whatever, if we're creating new stories, we need help in the beginning, we're babies. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it's okay to ask for help. And if you're not asking for help, the pendulum swings all the way to the other end where it's now a trauma response. Interdependence go like it goes so far the other way that you're now isolating yourself from the world. Yeah. And then you got to swing back into center. Yeah, it's, you know, from a friendship standpoint, one of the hardest things I think I've ever endured in friendship space. And as much as I hated having my heart ripped out, there's always that time where you're able to look back and go, thank God my heart got ripped out. And, you know, I really feel like being able to afford a space to show people that 
you can blow shit up and be in a space of spitfire and hatred and fuel and being on your own and with willingness and an open heart and change within ourselves and willingness to ask the other person for change space anything's possible and and we're doing such hard deep work right now we might as well just get into the shit clear it all out because other people are going to get the chance now they're going to be like oh see that. that's right level up master level up and, and understand that when you're leveling up when you're when you're deciding when you're making conscious choices to change you're gonna fuck up yeah you're gonna yeah. So stop beating yourself up about it right now. Just stop yeah. and understand. Look at the, the, the babies that are trying to walk. When they fall down, do you get all mad at them and say, oh, you, you should know how to walk already? Yeah. yeah. Don't you get pretty damn excited the first time they take a step or two? Yeah. So why can't we, why can't we use that kind of cheerleading for ourselves right now? Yeah. And, you know, I... There's such a huge level up and there's such a, I, I don't know about you, but I feel the urgency, my, how I want to do my work this way as psychic and a medium and, and, you know, kind of thought leader, whatever choice words you want to use, master of nothing, Jack of all trades, master of nothing. There's an urgency on the planet now that, to be speaking to these things to, like you said earlier, heal the collective. Yeah. And, you know, we've been, we've been speaking these words for a long time and at one point thought, okay, well, Everybody knows the information, right? And, and, and everybody knows what a chakra is. Everybody knows the basics of energy work. Yeah. And then I, you know, at, at my work, teach a class and a Reiki class and nobody, there, there was barely anybody even knew what a chakra was and, and they're healers. And I, I got an opportunity to practice the four agreements and, you know, impeccable with my word I was shocked <laughs> yeah so yeah. and and don't make assumptions don't assume so I think it's time for everybody to start sharing what's in their brains because we have medicine we have medicine to share and yeah. we don't we think everybody knows it and they don't yeah and never like just so we're clear for people never about judgment Judgment isn't judgment if it's true. We're always speaking about experience, and it's never the person that's behavior is going on, right? That, just that. Yeah. So it's time. It's time yeah. to start paying attention, and it's time to yeah. start listening to those that have been doing the work. Yeah. And so I'm glad, like, do you think that you have anything more on that journey? I, I feel like we gave people a right royal hi, this is our shit. Welcome aboard. But it just, I really, for me, it's really important that people understand, like, I didn't think this was ever going to be a thing. Yeah. I thought the friendship was gone. Like in my books, the friendship was gone because of just, I just. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I was in that space too. And, and I think, I think really understanding that there's always two stories. You're yeah. always a secondary character in somebody else's story. Yeah. And if you can get to the point of forgiveness within yourself, then you can forgive the other person because they're yeah. your mirror. Like when, when you do this deep of work, if you can forgive yourself, you've already forgiven the other person. It's over. Yeah. So the real work is with yourself. Yeah. And everyone's been there. I know you can identify that, you know, you've told somebody that you forgive them, but did you really? Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. You know, and so it's like when you feel it here and you have forgiven yourself for that, 
And, yeah. and that's where I had to come to before, you know, and that's why it took me longer to come to you. Yeah. And it's, so and the other thing that kind of came clear was when you said to me, when I, when I called you that one time after we kind of got back together and you'd said, I haven't heard from you in nine months. Well, isn't that the birthing process, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. Oh, I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. we had our big talk. And then I had vulnerability hangover and then I beat the shit out of myself. And then I told myself I didn't deserve you. And then I abandoned myself and, and, and then I created other kind of storylines to feed that one because I was almost done, but I wasn't ready to come back. And, and so I fed off that addiction to suffering for a little while. And then I came back and then something I can't remember even why I, because, you know, whenever I go up, when I level up, you know, I come to you. You're the only person you know. In my world, you're my girl. Thank you. So I had to finally make myself phone. And yeah, that, oh, sure. So you waited nine months. I'm like, yeah, fucking deserve that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ouchie, mama. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that. But I had to understand the process, right? Before I could laugh at it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And I had to get over myself. I had to, because, you know, you had obviously been waiting. And I was just over here busy beating the shit out of myself for you. Okay, so we've discussed the fact that when Donnie, <laughs> let's say that one. Uh, I'm just realizing how fucking ridiculous it is that I do this. Fair. We've come to recognize, I've come to recognize that when I'm feisty and cranky and hurt and wounded and blah, 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 I'm five years old. Yes. And so, so the phone call comes. But. <laughs> This is this is my boundary. If you can have me go up your ass that far, then then we can be friends after this if you come back. Exactly. My boo can be so far up your ass. We'll see what you have to say about it the next year, next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> and then I'm like, right, Donna's five right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poop jokes are really funny at five. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, well, I got a poop joke for you then. <laughs> oh, crap. Seriously. Well, it's actually not a joke. It's reality, but I'm, it's kind of a joke right now because I'm gaslighting myself and telling myself it didn't happen. So I think I better hurry up and tell you before it goes away again. So the mama bears, the bears that I saw as I traveled because I was shitting my pants trying to get to Mexico without getting caught. Yeah. On the way home, I saw more bears and I saw a baby. There was a mom and a baby bear. I put it on a reel yeah. on, on Instagram. And I was so sick on the way home. I needed to ground. I needed to ground. And tell me, tell me, Donna, what is our grounding? What were what would we always go for after our things that we always had to have? Poutine. Fucking oh. poutine. So I thought, okay, great. Poutine is what I need. I can't even stay in my body. I'm trying to drive through the fucking mountains. So I'm like, great, I'm going to have poutine. Well, I was pretty much fasting and had barely ate anything the whole week I was gone. So let me tell you how fun my car ride through the mountains was with not very many bathrooms around. Yeah. 
you know, you know, the Canadian saying, you know, does a bear shit in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. I now, embody, I now embody bear medicine. Just saying. We're <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm just <laughs> that. so fucking great because this is what we're about. There's no <laughs> space. So awesome, Mama Bear. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Fucking poutine. Poutine. <laughs> oh my God. So that just happened. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm dying. Oh. I died. I died again. I just fucking died again. <laughs> well, we're, I think the other side assigned to us, and, and we get more than nine lives in us because Lord knows we're still here after everything. So we do all our own stunts and we've got this. <laughs> It is totally true. <laughs> okay. So now that's out of the bag or into the woods. <laughs> I told you I didn't know where this was gonna go. Oh my god. The vulnerability <laughs> hangover is epic and it's already started. Shit just got real. Just like real, real. I'll be here all day. You can but if we can't oh, be in the face of all the adversity, like we have too many things hidden under too many spaces that have caused too much trouble over the world. So it's time to just bring out the skeletons from the closet. Go, oh. let's go. All of that stuff. Like it's just, it's time. There's no oh. shame on this planet anymore. Holy shit! No, there was nothing holy about that. But yeah, sure. Well, I just looked at my phone and it says one one one. I cannot make this shit up. Hashtag. Oh my god, we'll be here telling shitty jokes all day. I- <laughs> Okay, stop. Okay. But but we need that. Like part of this is like play releases us, right? Energetic movement. It's it's not that we're not taking any of this seriously. We've been through the most traumatic parts. Like there's the saying, one day this will be be funny. Today is not that day, right? Yeah. But then you move into a space where it's like, okay, well, this, this is it. And then we have a really great laugh and and instead of re-traumatizing ourselves and sucking the energy back in we've just gone hey we're expanding out through laughter and good times and looking at things in a very different way now yeah which is gift right we don't want to be 50 learning shit's going to happen i'm going to react to it it's not always going to be good i will see through and here's the lesson we don't want that at 50 we want that at 10 yeah (laughs) 9 8 20 30 yeah yeah Humans should not have to wait till the second part of their lives to be free. Yeah. Only free. They just shouldn't. Right. And, you know, you and I spent the first half of our lives caged. And, you know, I turned 50 this year in months, in, in August. Yeah. And I am not ever allowing anybody or myself to put myself back in a cage. I'm done. Yeah. I am yeah. done being caged. Yeah. We're not, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And the more we learn to lean into all of this and go, oh, look, it's a shit day. Okay, what do we need to do? Versus, I'm not allowed to have my feelings. I'm just going to stuff it down and get pain. The addiction to suffering needs to stop. Right. It just needs to stop. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings came from a TV show I watched called Saving Hope. It was about a doctor that came back from an accident, able to see the other side. And Charlie one day said, pain is a signal, right? It's a, it's a signal sent out to your body. 
suffering happens in the mind. So maybe if we eased our suffering, yeah. the pain would stop. Because it's, I look at like, everybody's going to grieve the way they're going to grieve. I'll start it with that. When we are grieving, there are processes to our grieving where we're literally suffering because we, we're trying to control things we can't change. And then there comes a point in time where for some of us, it never goes away. We just start to move through it and start to shift the pain. I liken it to you lose someone on that day and you keep yourself on that day over and over and over and over for 30 years. That's suffering. That's afraid to let go. And it's not about not grieving. You're allowed to grieve 30 years down the road. You can be still crying about the person you lost 30 years ago, but you're not suffering anymore. You're not living that day over and over again. It's behind you and through you now. And that's what we're here to do is help people just lift that. Yeah. And, and understand that, that they do have a choice. Yeah. Suffering is a choice. Yeah. And you can just choose to not suffer. Yeah. But people don't know how to not and suffer, that, right? And that's why we have to reverse engineer it. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, that I've just come into it now where, you know, I can't remember what the lady said on AGT last night, but little songbird got up there and she said something about the fact that why let your anger get in the road of you being happy? Bad things are going to happen. So why let your anger get in the road of you being happy? Because even if tough things are happening, you can still find happiness. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, oh my God, I've broken my leg and I'm so happy about it. It's my broken leg fucking sucks. God damn it, I do all my own stunts. (laughs) Yeah. Finding the light in the dark to help you. Let the light be the guide. We all house it. Yeah. So we good. For five fist bumps. Doing the thing. Right? Yeah. So we brought you up to speed on nine months, birthing babies, walking to a space now where through what seemed insurmountable, we stand and we rise. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything else in there. Oh, there was a continuation. I was talking about that people are babies first. The reason why I brought that up is because, you know, with rattlesnake, with snake medicine, when people get the power and understand that they are empowered and that they do house their own light, when they first start using it, sometimes it comes out too fast, too hard. And, you know, just look at the Harry Potter series, all the things that they go through when they first get their wands. Okay, well, what do you think your hands are? What do you think this body is? You know, this is a power object. Our, our soul basket is a power object, right? And so when you are first learning to move the energy through your body, you have to understand this is a power object. So how much, yeah. energy, what are your dials? How much energy are you putting in or are you going to blast out? It's like a hose. It's like turning on water on a tap. You have to know how fast your energy is coming out so that you don't kill people. Right. So once you understand, first you have to open the channels, then you have to understand that it is actually a thing. And then you have to learn how to navigate that. Yeah, because you can be in a really, really, really tough time and not project or trigger or anything other people like. And there's also awareness now like that there are also times in space where People should be able to say to people, look, I'm in this and I need to solve the first part of this. So I'm going to go take myself away and give myself a timeout. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you know when that part's done because otherwise shit's just going to fly. So like 
we've never learned how to regulate ourselves. Yeah. Some of us, we've never learned how to regulate emotions. Yeah. And so, you know, it's happening for our younger generations, but we're, we're left clearing off the last of the stuff from the generational legacy. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that. Like it really is about babies and you take that first step and we don't get mad at them for falling down. We encourage them to get back up. Yeah. I love that. And I really love that. And I just want to say this because that whole thing that we are power objects, that we are the wand. I mean, that's, that's some good shit right there. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't really think about it. Yeah, exactly. If our words are powerful things that create. And what is actually creating the words? Think about that. It's not, like it's coming through our vocal cords, the vibration the air. It's it's the soul basket is creating language. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that that was really that really sank in deeper in Teal this last week because you know I have been, you know, in this apprenticeship and actually tied in with them for years, but there has never been any verbal communication. And so then when I when I got to Teal, I was like, I don't need words. And so like, there really wasn't much conversation because I just didn't even feel the need to bring language into the space. And one of the assistants and I had a conversation about it. I'm like, it's just, you know, everything about me, you know, my entire brain and, or, you know, the, the major loops that I'm dealing with right now. And I've said five sentences to you. I know nothing about, about that person. It's, yeah, but they know everything about me and it's okay. And it doesn't matter. There's no place for me to even create stories. Yeah. Oh, I can create them, but I know they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> That's scuffy. That's scuffy. <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> how right? many stories can you create and how many can you listen to at once and how many can you navigate at once? And and that's it. And And I love that you've said that right? So that we give people an opportunity to understand what story is and how we do it. And that it doesn't really exist because it's just this and not this. That's right. right. Love it. So it's the, you know, attach on the inhale and detach on the exhale. Yeah. Depends on what storyline you're in. It's not in, then detach. Yeah. Period. It doesn't have to be a song and dance and drama and the addiction to suffering. Just yeah. Find another storyline, period. Yeah. No clingers. No clingers. Tachbe. Tachba. Tachbe. Not that I've, no, anyways. Well, Good and, Lord. And in our house, you know, because we have two hairy dogs, you know, Klingons are, you know, those little pieces of shit that stick to their tail feathers. Yeah. And that's. I had to that bring sticks. in another shit joke, you know, I had to round it out. I seriously. <laughs> I mean, no, no better out than in. Yeah. We're going to be about vulnerability, integrity. In your talk, baby. Yeah. Sitting in your shit and owning your shit and talking about your shit and sometimes. releasing your shit. Yeah, I'm releasing your shit. Yeah, because there's a whole process with the shit. (laughs) It is. It's the shit. And it's the shit. It's it's (laughs) dealing with your shit. Right? (laughs) It's a lot of shit. I know. And it's the shit, right? Like you say, it's it's awesome, but it's the shit. And so we need to know the four stages of the shit. That's right. Yeah. So it's not just about sitting in it because actually just sitting in it, that is the addiction to suffering because who wants to sit in it? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
Oh, I'm heading to the tent. Oh, can I go out of the trampoline? It's the trampoline. Yeah. yeah. I think we've done some pretty big magic here today. And now that we're done, I just, you know, that pause for it. Like, we really, it's hard because you fall into the funnel, you've got the information, and then, then, then it's like important to take a pause. But if you pause, then you lose the train. So then you have to find the natural moments. Like, yeah, that's just, that was some big stuff we just walked through. I was just going to, I was just going to say, I have that something's dropping in for me. Good. And it is stillness. So, okay, we're going to do something. Okay. I am on the top of the mountain with you where we were at. I'm creating a story, but you'll know where I'm talking about. Auntie Marilyn was presiding and you were there with me. Yeah, are you with me? Yep, got it. During that ceremony, there was lots of us there. I'm focusing on you, me, and Auntie Marilyn. Okay. And the crystal grid that was on the picnic table. Yep. So there's a portal open there right now. And we're literally going to rewrite that story that the crystal grid will stay there and anchored because that was a universal love that was out to everybody. Remember, we went to that. The commitment that was made there was not, you know, just to, yeah. just between, you know, you're my girl. That, like, you were you were in that position, right? Yeah. So, at any time, we can, I, I'm actually watching the whole thing defrag. So, it is you, me, Auntie Marilyn. Remember how you always used to say where three resides? Yeah. Auntie Marilyn's holding that space as we talk about it right now. This is your wolf medicine coming in being acknowledged that if, if it wasn't acknowledged on a deeper level before that it is right now. And that is one space that whenever you need to connect home, that, that portal is right there. So building an energy container that was already there. And just, just like you can reprogram a crystal, you can reprogram energy containers. Yeah. I think gridding is going to be really important. Yeah. Yeah. So Whatever that story is for you there, you can modify or, you know, if it works for you the way it is, but I'm, I'm modifying and default my, my end. Wow. I got to see Auntie Marilyn. You got to see your aunt. Oh, sweet. I'm so happy for you. That was awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad. That's really, yeah. We'll hold that for just a minute. Let's just hold that because... I I immediately saw the three of us sitting in while well, she was sitting in her chair and the and the two of us sitting in her kitchen with her. That's what I saw. That's what mine instantly changed to in that moment. Yeah. Was that precious time. Yeah. I'm so glad you got to see her. Oh untangle and and reprogram because I can access, I can access that space through her now. Like that's opened for me. That, yeah. That, that just opened for me. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like people don't realize that when you're psychic and or medium, the one thing that we're not very good at doing is having our own loved ones in our lives interact with us. We're doing really well for other people, but we, and and when that starts now, I can tell you that it doesn't stop. So you have full access at full time because congratulations. I'm honored to be here with you as that happened. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah. And yeah. the call that I need to start I need to start working with the crystals again. Yeah. That was the message too. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't like 
Yeah, crystals will be important. Well, Gwendolyn, really nice. I haven't been in touch with my wolf energy for quite some time, and it's kind of fun. I've been getting the pull. To, we have a, a wolf dog sanctuary, and I've been having the pull to go out there. So I think it's just about time for me to go out there and spend oh, some time. Right. With I yeah. So without oh, going, we, got, to, we just talked about that. Right? Yeah, and so you know, like just and from a reframe from that share from you in your funnel. First of all, people, that's what a funnel looks like. Sometimes when mediums and psychics go into their funnel, we close our eyes so we can gain access to the things that they're trying to show us inside our little movie camera. And it makes the funnel much more, we're not distracted by the outside world. And so the moment brought up was a really precious time and space. And thank you for allowing me to be here with you as you finally gained access to your purity. Well, this is some good work. You were there with me. So thank you for... Once again, being there, being that anchor, that's. Yeah. And so maybe this is tie this back to the space and bring us to whatever space we're going to be in. But remember when I said the sick part of me fell in love with the sick part of you, the dynamic that I recognized was, and the feelings, it's not, you know, I was bullied from kindergarten right through grade 12. And it was really easy for me to have people lord power over me because of my childhood and things that occurred. And, and so when we broke down, that dynamic felt exactly like that. And it was like, you gave me the energy to stand up in the space and no one will ever, this is, Donna, you will not allow yourself to be treated this way. No way, no shape, no form, no form, no how, no how, no how, absolutely no way. And so it's like the, the human that was bullied left the bullying behind and gets to be the person before all that stuff was painted all over them. And so here you are in time and space, having had circumstances and you and situations occur in galaxies far, far away on a mountaintop, far away, where you're able to recognize that there's some pretty special stuff flowing through you, that you've opened up another access to ancestry. Yeah. We always knew she was going to be help for you. We always knew this. Well, always. She was, she was my spiritual mama for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, we wondered where, if we allowed ourselves to open up to our next level, because we've always been very rooted here. If we go out there, what the hell is going to happen? Well, welcome to our world now, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Get your fucking five point harness seatbelt on. Right. (laughs) From this point forward, people, you are, ultimately warned <laughs> that we are the wackiest duo you will ever fresh meet fuckery fresh fuckery we'll have and that you will go for a ride that will make your head spin and stop and we stay good let it yeah fire nice fire nice <laughs> oh my god i didn't realize that we did this today it's like <laughs> Jesus, to not make what? this shit up yeah and so i want to say congratulations to you for level up today because we <laughs> right that in in this space i really hope that those that decide to watch this see just what it's like to live as a psychic and a medium down here on this planet and that we come with a lot of shit we come to shake up shit and we're gonna make you take a good long look at the mirror through the two of us looking at each other's sacred mirrors yeah, that just gives me goosebumps. Because oh it's it's scary and exciting all at the same time. But that's what high performance is. People do your fucking work. Yeah. Well. 
<laughs> that just happened. And, and here's where we like to say, well, we'll see if there's anything else that comes out that needs to be said. But this, these watching these things lends itself to self-care to the ultimate. So you may want to go wrap yourself in a blanket and sit with a box of Kleenex, a glass of water, a walk, a dance, a shout, whatever it is you feel you need that this stuff has brought up in you. And just if it's brought something up in you, then let it sit, let it sit in it, let it bring it up. Because also understand, and you know, this comes from my dear friend right here. Our intention is never to hurt or harm. You know, we, this is us doing our work. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of the collective has the same pains and wounds that we do. Yeah. We just, we've just gotten to a point where we are ready to share and, and, and hope to help. Because that's what it is just about being in service. Yeah. I don't want people to go through the shit that I've gone through. So if me sharing helps, then. Yeah. I feel like, you know, not everybody want, is willing to. No, not everybody has the desire to step up to the plate like that, right? Do the work at home silently. You don't have to do this in a big, bold way. There are those of us that are designed to be blueprinters and help this world through being the mirrors that they need. And, and this is it. We're, we're fire and ice looking in the mirrors. You know, it's hilarious, not hilarious. It, it is divinely timed that you said blueprinters because the very, very first reading that you gave for me, you called me a blueprinter. And I was like, what the fuck's a blueprinter? Everyone starts somewhere. Eight years later, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. So we'll keep on working with adjustment disorder to planet Earth for everybody that's feeling it from our light workers out there because they're calling on us now. They're calling us to be the crone in health. And then we're also here in value to share to those that are around the light workers and those that are willing to step up to the plate to do the internal dialogue to shake off the shit and go, look at these two crazy bitches doing their thing and and doing it willingly for the city. We're taking one for the team. Team planet. Team. And here's the thing. If, if you're ready to go up to the next level and, and you know, if you're already doing psychic work or energy work or in, in, in any kind of the modalities, come find us. Yeah. So thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for today. This was this was magic. This felt magical. This was amazing. I love you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a ratings and review. Hey, did you know that both Angel and Seth have books coming out in 2023? Stay tuned and follow us on all social media platforms at Bites of Light. B-Y-T-E-S-O-F-L-I-G-H-T. Thanks again, and we look forward to sharing space with you again soon. Mm -hmm.